Okay, welcome back to Saturday on Sundays. I'm Brad. This is Ty. He didn't mess that up this time. Glad to be back. Happy to be on episode two. We got some funky weather going on. Oh, it's beautiful outside. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't last too long. Looks like it's going to rain most of the day, though, I think. I thought it was just smoky this morning from all the wildfires, but nope. Not getting some rain. You know what? That's actually a perfect segue, because I was wondering, why do people talk so much about the weather? Because it controls such a large portion of our lives. If it's raining, you don't go outside and go to the lake. That's true, I guess. If, you're, if it's like going to be miserable and you're not going to go motorbiking or do whatever, vice versa in the winter, you're not going to go fucking skateboarding if it's going to be snowing. Well, there's this uh, CBC article, and it was talking about how uh, Canadians talk too much about the weather. Wait, we that's a local thing? Well, I don't know. I think it's global, but like we have such polarizing weather. Like, you know, our summers this, get hot and our winters get cold. Yeah, it's well. This last year, we had the coldest in January or February. We had one of the coldest recorded temperatures, and now we've had one of the coldest hot temp- hottest temperatures in Canada. Like, that is crazy for all to happen in one year like this. Yeah, and like one thing for sure is like it's a it's a neutral topic, so there's gonna be like. Yeah. Unless you're a farmer, it's not very controversial. Yeah. God, this is gonna be so loud. Uh, is that hail? Please enjoy yourself to our, uh... That's hail. Yeah. Ooh. Cars. Vehicles. That sucks. Yeah. Good thing I didn't just get mine fixed. <laughs> Which is a whole segue to another topic. You know what I've been thinking? Is I kind of want to get back into paintball. Oh, yeah. Me too. I was looking at um, websites and stuff, and I think I want to get, like, the t- Tiberius T-15. Isn't, isn't this a really expensive one? It's, like, $600? 800 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah I'm going to stick with Titman. Um, I want to get their MakeFit Titman. Yeah, I see the Wiz, that, the, it, it, the Mac or something. Yeah, like it's only, like, it's, like, around a $200 mark, and it has so many parts that are readily available, especially considering all I've ever owned is Titmans. As the TMC. Yeah, TMC. Yeah. yeah, they look pretty cool. You can get them, I can get it in the tan color, and then it'll match my pistol that doesn't work. And then I can have, then I'll probably break that gun, and then I'll have three broken. Great. <laughs> yeah, that one's not bad. Like, yeah, between 350 to 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it, and it's it's uh, made off the 98 Custom. If no one knows what that is, that's like their baseline gun is used in most rentals. It's the most customizable gun, yeah. too. Yeah. And it's super durable. And so their internals are the same as that. So super, super durable. You know, you had you had a uh, Bravo One. It was yeah. Minus your own modifications to it, it was really reliable. Yeah, it lasted a long time. I really want to get that Ego Echo and get all the new O rings in there and stuff. Yeah. I should really buy a kit before you can't buy those kits anymore. Yeah. Actually, remind me after we're done. I should do that. Yeah, I agree. Cause I want to go paintballing. I'm the only one with a working gun. Yeah, working is questionable at best. Well, I want to get MegFed now. I want to get into yeah. a bit of the Oh, when I brought it up, you started thinking about it? Yeah. yeah. yeah I have a speedball on Meg, MegFed. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, and for, like, you guys, we uh, we used to work at a paintball store. Or yeah. Field. Field? Yeah, paintball field. Yeah. We also paintballed there for, well, I, I guess we... All the way up to the break of me stopping in 2018, I paintballed all the way for almost a decade straight, so... Yeah. I had pretty good... We, wor- we worked and we paintballed there longer than the current owners own it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Gopher Hill Paintball. Yeah. yeah. That's fun shit, though. Yeah. Those years when we were on the on the long in the field and there was like 100 people there, that was by far on some of the funnest times. Really good culture then, too. Yeah. Like, I really liked the people and stuff. Like, Yeah, it sucks a lot. some of those guys got out of it. Yeah, I don't know. Still in contact with a few of them, but yeah, I mean, they're not interested in the paintball field. They just don't like the community as much anymore. Yeah. Which is too bad. Like, yeah. It's a really fun sport, and like, yeah. You move closer to the mic. Am I coming in a little quiet there? A little too yeah. far away? There we go. Yeah. Um, what did I have up next here? Oh, my car. I need a new car, man. Yeah, actually, I have the topic three, so we should hold on to that, and I have more <laughs> stuff about that. But I do have related to car stuff. Um, a whole bunch of new stuff is released in the last like month. Um, so Ford announced their new Bronco. Yeah. And the new or the new Bronco Raptor, twenty twenty three Bronco yeah, Raptor. Yeah. Um, they also have the twenty twenty two Ford F one fifty Raptor. Okay. Yeah. And they both look cool. Well, actually, we don't really know what the Bronco looks like, but we all know it's going to look 
badass. Better look badass. Um, Can't but this up. because there's a shortage on chips and stuff, and they're having, yeah. I've read uh, like two articles now that Ford or I guess Shelby or whoever fills Raptor. Yeah. They can't get the part that is for the auto on and off on their F one fifties. On and on and off, like start and yeah, stop. Yeah, start and stop and you stop at a light and it shuts off. So they've been asking people if on delivery they can they don't do they want that because it'll take it longer. But if you want fast delivery, then we just don't add it in. So I guess it must they must have Isn't that part of their fuel economy or whatever though? Yeah, but uh, is the Raptor not produced by a third party company? I think it's produced by Shelby. Huh. So they don't have to meet the same No. Because they got different yeah. vehicles that are more fuel efficient, I guess. Speaking of fuel efficient, the Honda Civic released a new car. Coming to oh, yeah? It's ugly. You know my car? It kind of looks good. This one, they're going back to the ugly style. Really? Yeah, it's... Yeah, we don't got phone on what's, what's the year again? 2022 Civic. I'll put, it, I'll put one up on the screen so everyone can see it. And for viewers on podcasts and whatever else you're streaming this on, you're going to have to just Google it. I don't like them. <laughs> They Too bad, you gotta Google it. Yeah. I think they're... Probably, oh, yeah. I don't like them. Me. Like, I know what they're trying to do, but they're just going back to their uh, ugly car stream. And it's not... I don't know. I don't know what I think. It almost kind of looks like a Subaru, that blue one. Yeah. But yeah, like, their higher trim package ones look alright. I hate the... If you click on this picture, I hate how big... Like, so the hood stops and there's this big front on them. Oops. Gonna give you a virus. But yeah, I think they're just not as nice as the current generation. Yeah. it's better they have they don't have the chrome on them like my car does my car has a chrome bumper and a chrome strip going down the sides and over the doors and that's ugly but that's why I have classy dip or vinyl wrap I guess we're vinyl wrapping it oh we yeah. can't do that now I was going to do that today <laughs> now oh, it's yeah. raining god damn it oh, that's too bad hey? yeah you win some you lose some yeah well we should move on to the first topic and uh that was cool projects that 2G Epoxy could work on or different things we want to be getting into. Um, I have one that I've just been super excited. But I have to, we have to, yeah. I have to buy the mold stuff. I want to build an epoxy shift knob. Oh, that would be I so don't, cool. I don't know how well it's going to work. So I want to buy the a mold for a circle. I'll drill it and tap it myself. And I'll, I want to yeah. test it. I was like, I kind of want to do that before I go to Vancouver. But I don't know if uh, I have the time to do that over the next week or the money. <laughs> If, if you do that, I want to build the white one. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get them because I want, I want to stress test and make sure we can actually sell them. Because we could do, with epoxy, you can do almost anything. Another fear I have with them, I'm going to be light. I don't know how we're going to add weight to them. Mm. Epoxy's not overly heavy. Well, we'll just sink a ball. Yeah, you can put stuff in them. Just like in the mold, start the pour, put a, a weighted ball, and it'll center itself to the very top, and hopefully that'll be okay. We can pour the rest of it, tap it out, and as long as that ball is small enough that it's not past the... Yeah. I'm also worried that, like, epoxy's strong, but can it uh, absorb the abuse of people driving manual cars constantly? Oh, yeah. Well, if it's getting used on desks and stuff and floors for vehicles to drive on and counter but, but But now think of, uh, think you're ramming through gears, man. You're just, just giving her, like, what happens, like, because I don't, I, like, yeah, this is takes durable, and, like... Obviously, a floor too brittle. Yeah, I think it might. The thread or something might crack it. Also, if it is way too strong, why if we can't tap it? No, we'll be able to tap it for sure, because it works good with routers and stuff. It's a versatile substance. I think it will hold up, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we I should mean, do a whole uh, video log on that. Oh yeah, I didn't know, yeah, yeah. It'll be a big process to do that because I have to figure. I have to find the molds. I, I can't find any molds that are specifically going to be good for it. They're like circle molds and stuff, but they're not quite what I want. So I'll keep looking for that. Uh, do you have any? Yeah, I was thinking like a live edge headboard. Oh, for over that, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, like do like maybe even like a river table style. So like the the bottom would be cut flush off and the top with a nice live edge or something. That leads into something I really wanted to talk about with the project. Was I, I want to have things where the LED, we put LEDs on them so it glows. Yes. So like that, a headboard that glows, man, that'd be so cool. I think that'd be like one of the coolest things you could do. Yeah. So, like, the, the one I, this project is something I think is a must, but, so I wanted to do, uh, like, desk collectibles, so take smaller characters that are popular, maybe even somewhat collectible, so I was thinking, like, you can even do that with uh, Star Wars Lego figurines, 
and like there's a site that sells them all so even if you're talking 10 bucks a figure for the rare popular ones you turn them into like these little light things with stands pour them in like a, a circle or perfect sphere or something that you can see through and see my nerd's gonna come through for rare ones it can be it can range from 40 to 100 dollars for lego characters popular lego characters i don't know i have it pulled up here like you don't have to go like with the most expensive ones but like and i think people would definitely be into like some of the characters r2 baby yoda the... yeah i guess you do the really hyped up ones yeah because it's like a, yeah. a collectible desk yeah. thing right and i guess more yeah, than if you, just the actual if you character. do new yeah if you do newer ones i guess they'll be a bit cheaper but like if you want to do darth vader because they haven't had a set with darth vader i guess they they do but so some some darth vaders are worth a whole crap ton of money yeah, and you color it like according and stuff, and add add like the little LED lights. I'm sure we can source those oh, from somewhere. Clear, a clear epoxy with Vader holding his red lightsaber with a red LED glowing up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, is we both love Star Wars too much. We're not going to want to sell them. <laughs> we want to keep them all. Well, that's why we're doing multiples. A little bit for us. A little, a little bit, bit for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be really bad. This chair creaks too much. Um, I also, I've been looking at those uh, river tables where the they cut the live edge on a 45 and they make half the oh, table yeah, the yeah, leg. Yeah. Those look so cool. It looks like they'd take a lot of work. Those would be so much, that would be fun to do. I don't even think so. I think if we had a big enough table saw. We that, don't even have a table saw. Well, yeah, but if we get a table saw and it's not like just like a a shitty portable one or something, if we get something like a permanent cast iron one, yeah. get it all squared up It's on a big table, we'd be able to 45 those no problem. And so be perfectly for So you you do the epoxy pour and everything, and then you do the forty five on the. You need you need uh, not on a table saw. What are those uh figure slide saws? I think or. Oh, you well, you get panel saws. Yeah, I think that would be the way that you'd have to do it, wouldn't it? Uh, it depends how big. Like on a coffee table, I think no. you could easily do it. Yeah, but a ta- like an actual table table, like maybe a desk or a table. Well, yeah, like it depends how thick that, right? Yeah. We don't, and, and if that kicks back, one of us is gonna lose something, man. No dive. Be heavy. Um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Dang it. Yeah, there's so much lightning going on outside. Yeah, which is weird because like we haven't had storms all year really. I think we've had, and the yeah. storms we have had. Have you seen the footage? Um, there there was a lightning strike downtown near the. I want to say the Coliseum. It looked like a big chrome building. So probably the Edmonton Coliseum. Yeah. A lightning strike. These people recorded because it was a brutal storm that we didn't get. It was in the north side. Yeah. And it struck down in just a huge little. Exp- Little pretty big explosion went off because lightning struck in the middle of Edmonton. Really, these people caught it on recording. They didn't catch the lightning bolt, they just caught it. It's like they're filming and you couldn't see the lightning bolt, but you could, man, you could hear it and see it. It was pretty violent. Dude, it's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. Well, I think uh, move on to topic two here. Kind of covered. You didn't have anything else? No, I was just really hyped about the shift knobs. I was (laughs) was most hyped about because I really want to do it. Well, I think the, the desk things would be cool too. Yeah, you know what. Leave a comment on the video or on the podcast. Uh, shout us out on socials or wherever you want if uh, you think the desk things are cool or if you'd rather see the shift knobs. Let's see which one wins. If, I'm, I'm uh, going to vote on the car community winning this one. Oh, but the Lego <laughs> community really likes Star Wars. I really like both of them. <laughs> Share this with your friends so we can get a good vote going here. Moving on to topic two. What yeah. was that guy? Topic two. Where would we like the business to go? Like, where would we like 2G Epoxy to go? I guess I got a few good ideas. What do you got? Um, obviously, I want to start uh, selling like selling exotic woods, like being a wood retailer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, too. I mean, you have it written down on that side too. But yeah, I want to do that because I think there's not enough representation of the exotic. Like, we've been to all, a lot of them around here. We went to the smaller ones yeah, yet. Yeah, definitely could be more selection here in yeah. Edmonton. Which is weird because Lloyd has a better selection, I find, and Lloyd's a quarter of the size. Lloyd is the size of the small community we live in in Edmonton. Like, yeah. Definitely want to make sure we get, like, a an online store. Yeah. Because I, th- I think that'll be, that'll really get an edge. And hopefully that 60 days is up and we can get this website. Up. Yeah. That leads into another thing for selling things. I think it'd be cool to work with uh, smaller local people that just build custom projects and be able to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, we can take a large portion of money, but it would be cool to, like, get the woodworking community doing this. Because I know there's a lot of people, like, remember, Grampy built all these wood projects just for the hell of it. Find yeah. people like that. That'd be kind of fun. I don't know if it'd be super profitable, but. Yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah, helping. Be yeah. okay. But I think what would be really profitable is getting into more of the poxy side of things, like being able to do garage floors, 
doing countertops, that yeah. type of stuff. And then like eventually, you know, maybe we get enough customer base, we can develop our own epoxy for all these type of applications. That'd be sweet. But, you will, but you there's, will. there's not enough room cramped in yeah, here. You're I, fucking uh, sliding this way, bud, and you're squeezing me well, out. I'm trying to talk to you, and I don't really know. Wait, you need to get right in my face to talk to me? What's this? Yeah. Jesus, I'm sure. We got a good mic now. I'm sure they can hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope the audio quality is much better than the last video. Because uh, this, this mic came in, I think, the day, that night we filmed the first podcast. Yeah. But yeah, we use just our uh, general mics we use for playing video games and stuff. They're cheapies off Amazon. I mean, this one's also pretty cheap. But the quality should be immensely better, I hope. It looks better already through the... Yeah, well, we, we tested out this mic. It seems to work. Okay. Yeah, a lot yeah. less background noise, which was the biggest complaint with this one. So that's good to know. Yeah, but you kind of got off topic there, Chief. Yeah, that's the point of podcast, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, another thing I want to get into... Is like building a brand, like a brand to 2G Epoxy itself. Yeah, that was my next one. Yeah, too. yeah. Well, at like, least we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Like, like having merchandise, like hats and all like, the clothing brand part of it and yeah. all that stuff. Because if you can make a good branded product, like people will buy it regardless of the company. Like if it's just 2G, that's what they're buying, not 2G Epoxy, the brand itself they're buying. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Clothing brands. Like, um, and then you can, you can take that places too. Like you don't have to, like, if we, if we find our interest go other routes we can start up ventures yeah you know in those categories you have your name behind you so you always have like that you have support. a brand you have a community right yeah and maybe not the whole community will support it but there might be a portion that's into this or into that yeah. and yeah there's obviously people that are like in all communities right and like, it doesn't mean you're quitting one thing jesus that was great like you're quitting one thing right you might i like to do tons of stuff like i don't like to just limit myself to one thing so yeah like that's why we have so many interests that's why we're we get sidetracked so easy because we do like too many things. Yeah, right there at the bottom, brand most important. Yeah, we're on the same page. Same page. You have anything else? Not for topic two, no. No. Moving on to topic three, we should have sound effects like yeah, rolling in or something. Well, we could do it for a YouTube video podcast. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to go first, or I want me to go first? I'll go first on this one. Okay. So. This one was um, things we find interesting, like two or three things that we kind of personally find interesting. Uh, the first one on my list was uh, new video games. Like, I like to play some video games. You mean games. lack of new video yeah. games? Oh, we didn't. We never lack played of Split, quality. We never played Splitgate. Remember I said I was going to... I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet, though. Oh, yeah. We should play that game. Yeah, it's free. Just download it off Steam, and yeah, we can play it. And yeah. stream it. Remind me later today. Yeah. We'll do. But, like... Personally, I feel like video games are getting more expensive. Graphics definitely are improving, but the mechanics, the storylines, don't always seem to be no. better. No. Well, the game companies are starting to feel that pressure. Like, look at Dice Man, EA squeezing them pretty hard after their, you know, enormous failure over the last three games. But like, I'd be really interested to hear like anyone else listening to this podcast or the YouTube video or following us. Like, what do oh, you I think? Like, is there? Are the games getting worse? Are the games getting better? Which way do you think it's going? Do you care that the the prices are going up so much and it doesn't seem like we're getting a whole lot back? You know, talking about video games is going a little bit off topic. Um, the people that um, Epic Games, the people that made Fortnite, were trying to buy Splitgate. They offered, they put an offer and they're trying to buy them. Really? And on a stream, the company said, "Yeah, we're not going to sell this for years to come." Good, good. So at least they're interested and they're really backing. Yeah, well, they're not. Their company's not interested in making money. Obviously, the game's free. Whereas uh, uh, Epic Games, they're about all those people buying packs and stuff and the season pass. And they've kind of broken how games are made now, and everyone follows their path. Hence, why I don't really like games because you always got to buy a battle pass now. Even Rainbow Six. Well, I'll start with the DLCs. Like, here's half the game. Here's quarter of the game. Here's here's an (laughs) eighth of the game. (laughs) We'll release the rest of it to you, but you got to pay a primo. What the fuck is up with that? DLCs yeah. should be extras. They, that should be a Wasn't milkshake that, or like your side of fries with the was whole that fucking Destiny game. that originally did that? Like really bad? They put a, like, if you wanted to like... Yeah, you, Destiny did a lot of that. I really like Destiny, but like the DLCs, man, that is expensive. Yeah. That's why I couldn't get back into Destiny 2. It was just like... Um, Call of Duty, or not Call of Duty, the new Battlefield, yeah. all the DLC will be free. Oh, nice. But that's how Battlefield's been doing that for the last three games, or two games. 
where all their DLC is free. You just, if you want like extra cosmetics, you can buy the extra cosmetics. It's like old school games where if you want cosmetics, you can buy the cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you just play the game and enjoy the game. It's too bad they can't figure out the whole online thing. It just seems to be, you know, like the campaigns often often get nailed, but like the online shit, it just seems to be so difficult for those guys these days. Yeah, Call, Call of Duty campaigns are always pretty fun. I guess uh, the last Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, it just had a good campaign because it was playing off nostalgia, and it was a pretty good campaign. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that story. That was one of those, but like the multiplayer, oh my god. It hey. can just be atrocious at points. I mean, when you play with me, and because I have so many more hours and my character is such a higher rank, it forces us into harder games. But when I'm not playing with you, as I was playing last night without you, oh, I, was, I couldn't even compete. I was out of my class. I was like, this sucks. This isn't even fun. I was getting like two kills to like 15 deaths. And you know, when I play with you, I'm usually like 20 kills to like nine deaths. Yeah. Maybe I just suck compared to back in MW2, MW3 days. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm... I pl- I've never really stopped playing. You kind of took a break from video games during your party, partying time. I never really did. I always played a lot of video games, so I've always kind of kept that. My skills never kind of dwindled because of that. I didn't completely quit playing video games, but I stopped playing online games. I kind of got into, like, storing and adventure games for a bit. I mean, it didn't help we had such a dog shit internet that we couldn't. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Like, eventually <laughs> it came down to, you know, you, you'd just be losing to people because they had faster internet. It was uncompetable. Yeah. Uh, when I started like, playing Rainbow Six, it was the complete opposite. Um, you could have latency issues, and it would evoke, because headshots were the name of the game. You would peek the corner, but you'd be delayed, so they'd shoot in front of you, and you'd hit him in the head. They've hence fixed, they've hence added a whole bunch of things to fix that. But back in the day, <laughs> people would purposely, um, I, they would download something, basically hacking the game, so they would be, their latency would be really bad. So then they, you can headshot them, and they'd headshot you, because the characters weren't aligned perfectly. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, like, for anyone wondering why we're talking about bad internet, is in rural Canada, well, just in Canada in general, internet is just extremely expensive and not very great compared to the rest of the, I guess, first world. Um, the best way to put it. Our internet at my parents' house, I was talking to Matt, you know, he went to the North Pole, lived in the North Pole. He only had Wi-Fi for a few hours a day. Yeah. Um, He got about 10 megabytes a second, which is what our parents got. You can get the same internet on North Pole. I mean, granted, on military servers, but shh. <laughs> I think that's pathetic that you can get the same internet in the North Pole to in Canada, rural areas. And it's expensive, too. It's like paying for the absolute best. Yeah. And getting the absolute worst. Well, mom and dad's is far more expensive than ours. and Well, that's great. Uh, far more expensive than ours, but it's far worse. Much, much worse. Then whenever mom FaceTimes us, she blames our internet. Morgan does that too. She blames my internet whenever I'm calling her. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Our internet. Yeah. Our very fancy. Um, can we move on to one of my topics? Because I just really yes. want to talk. I really want to say it. The Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> I love... Um, I can't believe that's going to be a thing now. Oh, it's temporary. So, if you guys don't know, uh, Nathan Fillion, he's an Edmonton actor, which is where we're from. And a few years ago, a lady put in a petition, the name, a park here, the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. And it was funny. It's got like 18,000 views post of what happened. But then the Suicide Squad, if you don't know, Nathan Fillion's in it. And so they decided that they were going to, they contacted her and she's like, yeah. So they reacted to it and it's garnered a lot of attention around the world now because it was a big movie. So the, they posted in a post this morning um, that the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion will be the town hall's name for 48 hours this weekend. They've renamed the, the town hall for this entire weekend, 48 hours, the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. Really? Yeah. I want to drive by it because they have a huge sign on it. <laughs> over, the, that over the town hall man. sign, yeah, it says, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that was just, oh, that's just so funny to me. Like, Has he commented on that yet? Has there been... I haven't seen any recent posts of him, no, but... Yeah, he, he said it He said uh, it should be in Vermilion for people that are international. Vermilion is a small community near where me and my, my brother are from. Um, yeah, because he wanted to be the Vermilion. The Nathan, Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion in Vermilion. Huh. He's from Edmonton, right? Yeah, he's from here in Edmonton, yeah. That's why it's it's garnered a lot of attention because, you know, not too many famous people come from Alberta at all. And so it's garnered a lot of attention. I'm sure there's a few. I wonder if we, if we gave a quick Google search what would come up. Um, Nickelback. 
Oh, yeah, see, Nickel. I feel like I, we, don't, we haven't even popped on Google yet. Um, and already got hockey players. Out. Lots and lots of hockey players. Where is uh, Wayne Gretzky from? Edmonton. He is? I'm pretty sure. When he played for the Oilers, he's probably not from Edmonton. He played for the Oilers. Let's find that out. Wayne Gretzky. Well, I do have my phone on. I thought this whole time I didn't have my phone on. Ontario, Brantford, Ontario. Yeah, I hear a lot of hockey players come from Brantford. Yeah. yeah. There's been a few NHL players. Lloyd has a significantly high percentage of... Like, they haven't had a lot, but for the size of Lloyd, they've had a significant... Or the Lloyd area. Because Grandpa knew a guy that played in the NHL. And then there was that guy that got that passed away, like, last year in the NHL. He was from um, North Battleford. What about that goalie? What goalie? From Hillmont. Uh, yeah, I thought that's the one Grandpa knew. Grandpa knew that his dad. Yeah, yeah, I think there's like a... Didn't, didn't his team win the Stanley Cup at one point? Probably. Because isn't there, on the, on there's, there's like the only overpass in that city, there's a, a painting of him holding up the Stanley Cup. You mean in Vagerville or Vermilion? No, I'm talking about Minster. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the train overpass. You're right, you're right. Yeah, he's from Hillmond or something, or Lashburn, yeah, one of those yeah, small yeah. communities. That's why Grandpa Noon was. Yeah. That area is so small. Like It's like Mum going there. She knows everyone, it seems like. And no one's going to know any of the communities we're talking about, because unless you're local to Lloyd, you probably don't know what Hillmond yeah, is. Edmonton? Oh, yeah, I guess it's the Lloydminster yeah. area. People barely know what Lloydminster is. Well, they might know just because of that uh, hockey player. Yeah, I guess if you're into hockey, you... But would... not that we even know who the hockey player is, so how would they... Yeah, it's too much work to Google it. <laughs> uh, you got, what, what's your next topic? Well, one thing I did want to mention before we move on from the video games is a couple new games. Like, of the only few video games, I was looking through them. The Gotham Knights, releasing in 2022. Because I got hooked on... Did you uh, see the trailer for that? Yes, that would look so cool. Batman Dies. Oh, yeah, I didn't see the trailer. Yeah, it, the one of the trailers is him sending out an SOS for all of the... Um, Bat Family to reunite. Oh, okay, maybe... Now I gotta relook at that trailer, but maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe that's not the same game. Maybe we're looking at different things. <laughs> but anyways, the Gotham... The new, new Gotham game coming out, I think that's gonna be sweet. I've never gotten into any of the Gotham games. I have them all on my wish list on Steam. Just never... They were on sale one time, but I didn't have any money at the time, so I didn't buy them. So. If you're into, like, some just some story and just nothing oh, yeah. too crazy hard... Well, you know I like Batman. He's one of my... And you know I like Nightwing, because Nightwing was really one of my favorite fucking superheroes of all time, so it'd be fun to play it, but I'll buy it then. Yeah, well, they're not even that expensive for, like, what you get out of them. Compared to, like, some games, you fucking spend 100 bucks, and it's like, here, now you gotta spend another 60. Spend another 40. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. You know what the biggest waste of money I've spent? Two Call of Duties in two years, and both of them pissed off. God, yeah, they're just rage-inducing games. Probably fun to watch, because yeah, I get so mad when I play video games, so it's <laughs> entertainment, but it's a little off steam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, things that are expensive, is, uh, my second topic was going to be paintballing. Yeah. I really want to get uh, a new marker. I really want to get back into paintball. Yeah, I, I think that's the second time I'm talking about this, but I just really want to get into paintball. But there's no good fields here. There's one in Edmonton called Action, and it's like, I was there, and the toxic community just threw me off, and I don't want to go back. I've never been micro-paintballed. What's micro-paintballed? Uh, this bigger guy, like, big old guy. Uh, he's trying to micromanage the entire game. He's like, I'm a professional. And he was being toxic and shooting people, and his son looks so embarrassed. Um, I shot him in the ass two times, even though he's on my team. <laughs> Savage. Because he kept taking Take off. that old man. Well, he kept taking off his armband. You're supposed to wear an armband or a tag, and he kept taking it off and hiding it. So I was like, well, I didn't know. He's like, well, we were just talking. Like, oh, well, I guess you should have your armband on. And then I walked off. Jesus. Yeah, like. Oh, well, maybe you should give it another go. It's just yeah. a bad day. Yeah, and then the, guy, then the kid was like, I'm sorry. We're new to this. And I'm like, wait, what? You're new to this? <laughs> yeah, they dropped a whole bunch of money. I, that's so weird. I've never understood why, like, um, you probably didn't meet. There's a, there's a couple people from Lloyd that, like, they got into paintball and their parents spent, like, four grand on all their paintball gear. And they never played before. So, like, you're not good, and then it was, like, they just acted like they're a top shit, and it always just bothered me, like, because I never had, like, obviously, I had one of the best um, paintball guns in the day, like, that, that X7 was really good, but now it's a pretty low-end paintball gun compared to the fancy ones you get now. 
and also never worked. It always it took such a beating in its early days. I didn't know how to take care of a gun, so it got all <laughs> messed up. That's what that gun's notoriously known for at Echo Hill. It's known to be unreliable as heck. Huh. And my pistol's known to break everything because it just it was for the longest time it was just stuck at the max uh, speed it could shoot. So I don't know if you know those T-Bags, they shoot really hard. And so it just shot really hard all the time, so I could never use it in the game because it just shot at full tilt. And me and uh, Cam and we can never figure out why. We turned all the way to the bottom and it still be shooting high. And then I took it all apart, cleaned it, and now it works. Well, you guys must not look too hard. Just needed a good cleaning, I guess. You know what I noticed is the Canadian, all the Canadian paintball stores. Yeah, they either there's like a couple different ones, but like all the like what happened to PBL and those guys. Uh, they were all around at the beginning of Trump's administration. Tariffs, all those tariffs that he implied, no, that they couldn't them. they couldn't get paintball guns into the country, and so mm. a lot of them died out. Yeah, I noticed. I was watching. I was watching. Yeah, I think it was PBL. Yeah, their stock was dwindling, 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 and then their website was gone. Well, I noticed there's still a lot of stock and a lot of stuff. Yeah, all of them just going through the website. Well, now COVID, COVID supply line issues. So yeah, they just. I don't know if paintball companies will stick it around, or at least the Canadian ones, despite paintball guns being invented in Canada. To mark cattle or mark trees originally, they mark trees in the forest. And then someone was stupid enough to shoot each other with. Is what they're getting produced in Mexico or what? Yeah, that they're probably. I presume paintball guns must be produced somewhere north, either like America or yeah, Mexico. Hmm. Maybe they're maybe they're imported. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. Probably could be because you know, but then why are they so expensive? Yeah, they have to be because yeah, if them shoot straight and all that, they probably does take a little bit of technology to do it properly. The, sh- no. the cheap ones, like, imagine wouldn't take much, but like. Well, when when, the barrel in those paintball guns is a very primitive barrel. Like, Dad can machine. Oh, I could probably make that. That's yeah, the barrel isn't what's, what I'm talking about though. It's that whole air pin system and stuff. And yeah, I've looked at. Yeah, it. I'm sure it's all airtight and stuff. If you have a CNC and like knowledgeable and cat and CAD cam stuff, it wouldn't be over there. They're pretty simple machines. Maybe um, speedball guns are a different level of confusion. So why don't you just build your own paintball gun then? I want to eventually. That's something I actually... Oh, we could talk about that. Yeah, I want to build my own paintball gun. I want to build a bolt-action sniper rifle. Make that. Nice. How much is this going to cost you? Oh, I have to buy a fucking lathe and a mill, so shit tons of money. Oh. But one day, yeah, I think it'd be awesome to build my own paintball gun. It'd be so cool. Because yeah, uh, the hardest part will be building the actual frame of it, because that's all casting, which I don't know how to do. Obviously, I'm a machinist, not a fucking former or whatever those people are called. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to do that. Mold, molten metal, whatever you whatever they use. My, I understand it. Premise behind yeah. it, but <laughs> don't know how to go about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't know either. So I just buy. A, I was, I'd be. I kind of wanted to take a wood stock. Yeah, okay. And build like a wood sniper rifle, so it'd be it like a stock off of like something else, and then the. Inter- well, you still need some cast iron parts though. Yeah, um, a lot. Of, I could get them. I would either three D print them. Or if it just needed like a top piece to seal it in, I can machine. So that. what about so that Eagle AI guy? It's, it's aluminum, all aluminum. How, how did they do that? Um, Laser or CNC? It probably CNC. Yeah. Well, mine's all. My uh, gun is also all aluminum, but it's uh, it's clearly forged. They pressed it. Cast aluminum. Yeah, it's clearly yeah, it's clearly casted. You can see all the cast marks. Stuff. Yeah, your one is so like it's basically speedball it guns looks are machined. Yeah, speedball guns are basically artwork. So yeah, well, it could be casted and then CNC. Yeah, and then they clean it up with a CNC. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's, it could easily be just maybe the insides were casted to get the form, and then the outside is CNC to get all the like niceness. Yeah. Because you can, you can just form one side of it, I presume. And then it'll machine, it'll be one side will just be a big square or something, and this side will be formed, so you get the tolerance. Oh no, the tolerances! I forgot you'd have really tight tolerances on those, so you'd have to probably machine them on the inside. Oh yeah. I wonder how. Man, I never really wanted my people that's made. I mean, I could re- probably reverse engineer. I thought you said it was simple. Now you don't know. What is this the guy? The parts are simple. What is this guy? He's lying to you. Remember I said I don't know how the fr- actual out- out- external frames are built? Oh. Those are the parts I'm talking about. I don't really know what, how they get all that done. But yeah. Um, Is that all your topics? Yeah, that's kind of all I had. I have one more topic. And now that's going back to your car giving, giving out. Because my car also gave out. Is car maintenance and like... Related to that type of stuff is why is it so expensive? Yeah, it just seems like it gets worse and worse. And like, why is it so hard to get a trustworthy mechanic? Yeah, like, why am I constantly getting lied <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, that's why I wrote you mechanic issue. Like, you either have good mechanics or you have 
bad mechanics, but it feels like they're getting worse and worse. Like, yeah. Um, there's a place, that place I went to to get my old car fixed, and they couldn't even drive stick. Because they laid off all their, their higher paid guys that I knew and mom knew, and they just, they laid them off. Or they retired because they didn't want to get take the pay cut. And then they had all these new, fresh guys out of school. And two of them couldn't drive, the two that were in couldn't drive a manual, so I drove it into the shop. Yeah. Well, that dude at work that got, he was uh, formerly working for a tire shop or, or lube shop or something like that. And he was pressured into upsailing everything. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't upsell, you were almost in shit for it. Like, they gave you... Yeah, when I went and got my oil, both times, I got my girlfriend's oil thing, oil change, and they're at the same place. Um, when I went in with my girlfriend, the car isn't like anything special or anything. I'm like, can you change this, change this, change this? They're, they're asking a million questions trying to upsell. When I go in with my car, obviously it's louder, so you, and it's significantly cleaner. So it looked like a little bit more well-taken-care-of car. And so they were asking things, and I got annoyed because I was just there like a week prior. And I'm like, can I just get the oil change? It's like, well, we just got to go. I'm like, no, just just please the oil change. <laughs> I don't need my air filter checked. I know what lights are burnt out. I know my tire. Yeah, they rise my tire pressure without me without asking me. And he's like, yeah, they're all low, this exact number. I'm like, wow, that's so weird. They're exactly this pressure down. It's like I didn't plan that. <laughs> oh, that, that bothered me so much. Yeah, like the last time I was at a mechanic, they told me I had like eight grand worth of work on my truck to do. Looked mm-hmm. into it myself. Oh, yeah, look at that. Throw bodies all clogged up that's what did it truck worked for another what two years no issues and then uh-huh. electrical <laughs> and big issues yeah um but that was nowhere that wasn't in, in the engine had nothing to do the actual stuff that they said was wrong was not actually wrong they gave me two options when i was fixing my car if uh so my car had electrical issues where i had no climate control or anything and it turns out the previous owner cut into the wiring harness and there was they gave me two quotes the first quote was to replace the wiring harness which is built into the into parts of the dash. You have to replace certain parts of the dash and stuff. Yeah. And it was almost $3,000. It was like $2,800, I think he quoted me. Jesus. Or we could do the much cheaper option that was uh, solder them back together. And I went, let's do that one. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that cost me, it was $100. It cost me about $250 shop time. That's it. Plus That's uh, plus the um, inspection fees and stuff. Yeah, that was... So that, how much was the full bill? Uh, just, just under 600 Jesus fucking Christ. But it's wiring. I'm, I'm glad to pay for wiring. I, I, I will deal with the engine shit. I'll deal with that other bullshit. Wiring is the one thing I don't like touching. Yeah. For that reason right there. Yeah, I guess that's reasonable. That's why we're not working on your truck. is because I hate wiring and I'm not going to figure it out. I don't know enough about wiring to do it. That's why I like my truck. It's like, I can't remember. It has like 110 wires on it in total. <laughs> Most that's for the radio. Oh, this huh. is great. Um, you got anything else on topic three? Oh uh, yeah, I still got more about the car maintenance. Is why is OEM parts becoming more and more expensive? I have no clue. It's it just bothers me so much that yeah, every time you buy parts from a dealership, it's always significant. Just 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 like if you go, just like if you go to a dealership, it's always going to be more expensive than going to a small place. Be- and you know what the excuse is? It's because they're experts in their field, right? They're experts at Honda or a Ford or whatever. Yeah, you what like dumbasses working in those yeah. places. But I took it to Honda because they do have better ways of diagnosing the cars better than dealers. More specific tools. Yeah, yeah because they have to have like a special like OBD center that's dedicated to the car. Yeah. Uh, if you do got some good guys and they're experienced, right? Yeah. And they're experienced on what you have. Yeah. But, but it like, seems like most of the times it's just like these guys are getting like piecework or, or something's gone wrong with it because they don't care and they just put zero effort into yeah. it. Yeah. It's... It sounds like the Honda you went to, you got a pretty good experience with yeah, well, the, well, the, that. That, that last dealer, the Ford dealership I went to to get my car fixed, I had to get bolts. They, they said one of my engine bolts has fallen out, which is terrifying in its own right. So they're like, okay, it, it's $80 for a bolt. Granted, it's a big bolt. And then I'm I'm there you waiting. Know, if you turn straight, I could be closer to the mic. Look at this Sorry. guy. He turns in here. And he, I and extend then he, my leg then, out. Then in a few minutes, he's going to be like, what are you doing? Moving closer I to know. the mic, man. What no, I'm, I'm telling you to move closer because I'm realizing that I'm an idiot. Am Go. I close enough now? Oh, my God. Look <laughs> at that. That's going to be so loud. Yeah. Is everyone's ears okay? Um, But back to the dealership. Yeah, I went there, waited for almost an hour and a half. I had to go to work. I was waiting there for an hour and a half with the yeah. two salesmen. I was in my Windsor attire, so I didn't look super wealthy. They'd hire the people that were behind me. I was in the front of the line. I got there right when they opened, and they just 
people in nicer clothes got to go first and first and first. Then the manager lady walked in and she just ripped them a new one, saying he's been standing here for an hour and she was just going off at them because like that's not professional at all. They want mm-hmm. to help the bigger customers, you know, bringing in their F one fifty that needs four thousand dollars worth of little maintenance things. So then I, I got four help. grand worth of maintenance. What the fuck are you maintaining on that fucking thing? It cost you four grand in maintenance. What's the point of the fucking truck? Dude was being in a platinum truck to get his dents fixed, all like the hail damage and like uh, chips on the front and stuff. And he was getting his uh, brakes replaced. It was a brand new and truck. What were you doing there? I was getting my engine bolt, engine mount changed, which is a little more dire uh, situation. Uh, after all of it said and done, it cost me almost I think eleven hundred dollars. And they didn't even so the bolt I bought they didn't need because the bolt was still there. Eleven hundred dollars go with an impact gun. Essentially, what happened? What was the other like? What was all the charges in the bill? How was eleven hundred bucks? Uh, diagnosis fees, um, shop labor time, parts fees. Um, I there's a whole bunch of other. Why things. would you pay for parts that you didn't need? Yeah, I asked them about that. Like, oh, is, we... isn't this in a dealership? Mm-hmm. Won't they need it for other vehicles then? Yeah, they had to get it specially ordered in. They ordered it in. I don't know if they ever ordered it in, but because I was in time crunches again, because this is I was trying to get to work and whatnot, I paid the bill. Went to work, came back, and I was like, well, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, how could you knowingly charge me that much? Jesus. To do, like, like there were some other small things they did, but, like, not $1,100 worth. Like, they changed my air filter, I think, and it, there was a few uh, things that were mismatched and stuff that they fixed up. Like, that's not $1,100 worth of fucking... That's, like, it's if it's, like, $100 an hour, like, they did, like, eight hours of work that I could have done in, like, two, three hours. The bolt didn't fall, which bothers me the most. Is that you get the bolt fell, you need to buy a new bolt. Spend like the eighty dollars on a bolt, and then it's like, nope, nope, it didn't actually fall. We just screwed it. But like, if you must not have taken a very good look, like, or where did it land? Where, where'd you find it? Uh the bolt. I well, the bolt didn't actually fall. It just backed itself out. I couldn't see the bolt. It's in the back, underneath, underneath the panel. So you, have, I looking in, I can never see it. What they would have done is took a camera or something and looked in there. But they would have looked in, saw the bolt was missing, and said, "Yeah, the bolt's gone." That was probably their full diagnostic. Hmm. And then when they actually went to put the bolt in, they realized the bolt was still there. They just oh. kind of screwed it in. Nice. And that's the whole like lack of care. Lastic, lack of customer service. Yeah. Like, that could be a topic for next week. If there was a mechanic shop fully dedicated to just good service, not trying to sell you bull crap, like you come in, we'll look at your car for flat fee at 50 bucks. You just pay 50 bucks, we'll diagnose it or yeah. whatever it is. And I knew that you're going to be straight up honest. Like, there was that much trust with with you and the consumer. Sure as shit, I'd pay that every time I had an issue. And you would make your money because there'd be so many times people would come in with blown fuses and stuff. You say, oh, yeah, I'll do that for free. I'll do that for free. And then when there is a real issue and you tell it to them and it's going to be whatever the price is, well, they're more willing just to pay out that price. Yeah. And get um, you to do it legit, right? That The, the fuse thing, oh, that reminds me of when I first got my... Civic, and I went back to the Honda dealership because I had no taillights. Not one of my taillights worked, and I was confused why. And then I think I was talking to you and Dad, and we kind of all agreed that it was probably a fuse, but because it was new and it was under under complete warranty, and I had to go back regardless because I needed that out of province safety. So I took it back and told him it's a fuse, and it's like, no, it's not a fuse. Told me straight up, it's not a fuse, it's an electrical issue. Um, they had the car for three days, they did an inspection, and then I get it back, and he was like, yeah, it was just a fuse. And he just didn't want to be wrong. He didn't want me to be right. What the... Yeah, they use an OBD sensor and all this fancy stuff, which, all on, all on Honda's dime, not my dime, because the car was not even a fucking... I didn't own it for a week, so... Oh, yeah, never go back to that dealership. I'm not going to say the dealership's name, but never go back to that dealership. Has, let's just put it this way. In the Sherwood Park area, <laughs> has anyone had issues with any type of dealerships? Yes. Not one in particular, but just... All of them. It's like they're rich and snobby. Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely like dealing with the ones a little bit outside the city that yeah. are more... Wainwright. Wainwright just yeah. seems to be the superior. And what's that one? Where, where I got mine? Wetaskiwin? Yeah, Wetaskiwin. Yeah. That one's not bad. I like that place. Because they rely on their customers more, whereas Edmonton has a, has 1.2 million people, so like they can have a repeat... They, they might never have a repeated customer, but they'll still have hundreds of thousands of sales. Whereas those smaller dealerships only have the chance to sell to maybe the same couple people every year. I don't know if it's that black and white, but I think, yeah, you're yeah, right. More of, a, more of a customer service like orientated yeah. deal when uh, you're kind of away from large populations. Lloyd tries to act like it's a big city way too much. Like the movie theater being all like fancy, like Edmonton. It is growing, though. It's getting pretty big. 
Oh, well, its population is decreasing. Well, that's because it had that sharp down spike, but it's still grow. Really? There's still a little bit of growth there. I guess well, maybe. I guess all. Maybe maybe the city itself, but a lot of like the acreage and stuff. If you and the small communities around it. Seem to like kids. Like it's still got the upgrade. Like there's still I'm still got the farming. No, although this year. We might see a decline after this year because we haven't had much rain, right? Yeah, that those cornfields fireplace, they're like, that was like July. They're like supposed to be like five, six feet tall. They're like three feet tall. Like, it was sad. It was like a mini cornfield. Yeah, was, yeah, but I'm pretty sure Lloydminster was still growing. Yeah. Because there's new housing developments and new businesses being, you know? Yeah, there'll be a, I think there'll be coming a surge of new small, like just like us, like small businesses because the industry, like oil, is such a downturn that people will be trying to pop up with small businesses, which I think is a really good thing for, like, just communities just having a whole bunch of small businesses. Yeah. I'd rather support those than big businesses. Definitely. Yeah, well, it just... It increases the wealth of so many people when you have a small business, right? Yeah. You know, like a small business might be able to pay a laborer 20 bucks an hour, 22 bucks an hour to do a job and you know you might have to care a little bit more and you want an employee that lines up with your culture and those yeah. things more but then it's a really good work environment where you go to a big company it's minimum wage and you got you might have more volume of employees but nobody actually cares about about their job the service isn't there the quality isn't there yeah i think there's lots of benefits to small businesses Oh, yeah, there's no question about that. I've always had good service from small businesses and bad service at large companies, so it's like, you pay more, but you get better quality. Sometimes you can't afford to pay more, though. Yeah, like, the, the consumer definitely has all the power, and I think sometimes that gets forgotten. Like, yeah, you know, instead of just solely complaining about a business, you stop using the business. I mean, I still complain about that Honda, but I just don't use it either. <laughs> yeah, well, that's 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 one thing. If, if you complain about something... And you continue on there. Yeah, well, you're a hypocrite in that sense. Like, because the, the best way to stop a bad business from continuing on their bad habits is by not using them. Yeah, there's a lot of places in Lloyd that I just stopped using because they just gave me such bad service. And you, and if, if you're, like, just super hostile about the whole situation, people think you're a lunatic, lunatic. But if you're just like, yeah, no, you know, I've had too many bad experiences and that type of stuff, and, you know, I prefer for the shop local. Yeah. Then but not always. Like, sometimes those small businesses suck too, though. Yeah. Not always. Oh, definitely. Like, uh, the, com- the insurance company you, mom and dad, go through, I'll never go to them again. I don't care that they're small. They were just so rude and so, so mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, when I was getting the insurance for my car, I called them. They're like, oh, yeah, we have a six-day week period. I'm like, why well, have the car now? I need to get it. I need to get a quote. Because I'm, like, looking at cars. And like, yeah, we'll get back to you in six to seven days. What the fuck? So I called uh, an insurance company here and like, yeah. Took me five minutes. They got me a quote. The quote was dead on. Um, went bought the car. Set up the insurance with them, and then, then they got they're like, "Hey, we, we you know, as you called, we're getting back to you." I'm like, "Well, I had to get the car." I'm like, "Well, why didn't you wait?" <laughs> what? I'm like, "Well, you guys were take. I had to get the car. My car was failing." They're like, "Well, would you consider switching to us?" I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Well, what do you want us to do with your account?" I'm like, close it. I'm like, oh, well, it's under someone else's name because it was under dad's name at the time. I'm like, okay, I'll get my dad to close. And they're like. Well, he'll have to come in and sign some things, and it was like this whole. I'm like, you just closed the account, like I didn't. Jesus. So yeah, my dad. I think dad ended up either calling in or going in. The one here, I didn't. Even, I, I I don't even know where their building is. I've never had to be there. We did it all online. Didn't have to go in. Yeah. Because I asked him, I was like, do I have to go in? And he's like, no, no, we can do it over the phone. You'll we'll just email it. So you'll sign the papers, go in. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. I wish every company did this, where you just don't gotta go to the place. You can just do yeah. it all online. Innovation. It's the best. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I'll never go to that insurance. Like, the way I'm wording it, like, the first time I called them, like, she was, like, in a hurry to hang up, which is, you know, like, that, like, pushy kind of, like, feeling where they're trying to get the conversation over with. Yeah. Yeah, and then she hung up, you know. That's another thing. Apparently, it's become more and more of a thing, and I did, I kind of noticed this now, is people, like, companies will hang up on you. Like, you'll finish the conversation, you'll be like, all right, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Boop. Like whoa, no goodbye. No yeah, goodbye. there's like what the hell was that? Phone etiquette is out the door, man. Like there's been so many times where like you, it's a it's a teleservice. Like that's their whole whole domain is just talking on the phone, and it's just terrible telephone etiquette. It's like how is this possible? This is your this is the only thing you do, and you 
You suck at it. I'm going to go back to the shitty Honda dealership. And I feel, feel like th- throughout this podcast, we're going to hear a lot about this dealership because I'm just... I feel like you have a grudge. Oh, yeah. Well, so, it's by far none the worst service I've ever had in my entire life. But the their calling was by far none the worst. So they called me. After I had the car for about a month and a half, they started calling me. Yeah. Every single day at 11 o'clock. I was in school at the time. I was in college. And every day at 11, my professors, my instructors all knew the call was coming. That's how it worked. Why did you put your phone on silent? It was on silent. Or I had it on vibrate. And it would vibrate. And I would pick it up. And I would be like, no, I'm not going to answer it. And they just thought it was funny. Because every time I'd look at it, you'd see the disgust. And I'd hang up. And then eventually, I was in the middle of a test. And my phone went off. And I forgot to turn it on silent. So it went off really loud. And it pissed me off. So I called them immediately back after the thing, and I was like, "You guys gotta stop calling me. I'm in school. Well, you haven't, we haven't, you haven't been answering. I'm like, you guys call me every single day. And she's like, "Well, it's our job. We're trying to make sure you had good service." I'm like, "I had horrible service." And she's like, "Well, why?" I'm like, "The fact that you're pressing me every single day, man." And then I'm like, "Can you just not call us?" And she's like, "Okay." Next day at eleven, call, block the number. Next day, call from a number that's just one digit difference. Block that one, different number with a different digit. Because yeah. they have so many accounts, they can just keep calling from different phones. They're prepared for this. My boss, Sherwood Honda, oh, I said the name, oh no, uh, he went to the Honda dealership as well. He had the same problem with the pest room constantly. He'll never go back. Yeah. His entire family, like his his uh, his dad and his mom went to that Honda, or they were going to, and he's like, no. He, he avo- he's made so many people not go to it, which, I mean, that it, it says something if multiple people. Um, One of my coworkers also had a bad experience there. His, girl, his ex-girlfriend had a Honda, and they took it there, and the service, which... Probably should have been only like a little bit of maintenance work. They ended up having a car for like five days, and they wouldn't pay for a rental. It was like, oh my god! So don't use that place. No, it's, don't use that. Actually, just don't use big cities in general. Like I find, don't use big cities in general. Move out, stay away. Don't use the the businesses. We, okay, don't use deals. don't use their streets. Stay away from the transportation <laughs> infrastructure. All of it. Get it. Get away from. Definitely all of it. stay away from the tr- fucking transports here, man. Like they're sketchy. <laughs> she called this the negative Tyler podcast yeah negative Tyler <laughs> what do you want to talk about what, we can end it on a positive note what's a positive note um, oh did you know did you see that Porsche that got released the GTR2 or whatever Club Sport oh yes we can really... 700 horsepower just under 700 yeah. horsepower but it's like twice the price of like the other version of that sports car this is like a 25 <laughs> year release thing Oh, special editions. Yeah, yeah it's movies. pretty cool. It's like a real cool car. We should put it up on YouTube right now. What's it um, called? So I can put the name underneath it. It's uh, there. I'll tell you in one second. Oh fuck! I'll tell you, buddy. I'll tell you. I'm trying to stop with the swearing, yeah. but it's not not that easy. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just two AM guys. It's just yeah. 2 we're just. AM. I noticed out of my company because I'm we're okay. obviously from the country. Oh, so it is the. GTR2 Club Sport. Where is the full name? This is the Porsche 911 GT2 RS Club Sport 25. The Porsche, the 911 is so overused. Look how many different versions they have of this fucking car. They're Manthe Racing's 25th year anniversary. Oh, they're... So it's basically a race... It's a track car just converted to road legal. Yeah. It's so funny when they... That's like the Ford GT that's converted to be a road legal car. They're just ridiculously fast and probably should not be on the road, but they're on the road. Yeah. This is from Car and Driver, and uh, they're they're looking for $620,000 for this. What? Only 30 are going to be made, though. Oh, it's not even... Doesn't have to be 50 for it to be a production car, so it's not even going to be a production one? No, this is like a special release type of deal. Like, Like, that's what it looks like. Like, it looks cool. As look far that, as Porsche look at that front split, it has like a four-inch front splitter all the way around that front end, but it probably needs it. Yeah, it's it's like Porsche's never been my favorite of the supercars, but like that Porsche, like look yeah, at look at the yeah, it's actually cla- isn't it a classified under the sports car category, like same category as Corvettes and GTRs? I think it's classified as a this one might be classified race as cars, what they're calling it. Yeah, this one's a, this one's just a track car. Like, yeah, it's a race car, but for roads. Um... Yeah, because I know everything put, gets put into, like, the supercar class, but it's not. Like, there's the hypercar class, the supercar class, the sports car class, and then the muscle, like, the pony car, muscle car class. And I don't know what, like, what would the smaller, like, mini, like, small sports cars? Because, like, you have, like, the Miata, the, um... Oh, so this is an, so this is in between the two. So this is, this is kind of an in-between between the 911 GTR and uh, modern day 935. What does a 935 look like? I don't know much about Porsche. Or GT2. 
weird guys that they're expansive and they're fast and they're kind of kind of cool. Porsches definitely aren't the ugliest car made, but you know. Yeah, so it's the Club Sport Twenty Five. Pretty cool though. Is it still the boxer? I don't know what you might know. Is it anything? Uh, I think it was a an inline six twin turbo, six hundred ninety horsepower. Yeah, because um, Porsche was famously known for the boxer engines, just like Subaru. Yeah. They had the same issue with their head gas and stuff blowing up. It's got a... 690 horsepower twin turbocharged 3.8 liter flat 6.7 speed PDK dual clutch with automatic transmission. That is quite the engine. I wonder when the last uh, supercar with uh, a true manual transmission was made before it all got switched over to the... Like supercar? Yeah, like super supercar. So would it be like a Ferrari? Or I'm pretty sure you can still buy a few supercars there. Like true manual. True manual, like yours. Like a super supercar. Yeah, I think... Not like just a fucking Mustang or a no, Corvette yeah, like, or... Maybe not a hypercar, but a supercar, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I presume there's probably still a company. If it's going to be anyone, it's probably going to be Lamborghini or um, maybe Pagani. I don't know if I can say the name correctly. Oh, there's just something about gears, man. Um, it depends. Do you classify the GTR as a supercar? Well, I, I don't do the classifying. Someone else does. But, like, some people classify, like, GTR as a supercar, but other people don't classify it as a supercar. Well, where's the official... Who officially... The dealerships. The dealerships. But, like, there is, like, an ideology to, like, what the performance should be for each car. Like, a hypercar, those are the quickest, most high-performing cars on the planet. Those are where you get your your top of the line Lamborghinis, Ferraris, um, and those stupidly fast cars. Yeah. But then supercars are like everything like below. Yeah, that. I think everyone kind of has an idea of what supercars, hypercars. But then there's like the, cars, right now, the, right now, especially cars. the way the world's working, there's like this gray area of like these not quite sports car prices and performance, but they have better performance than a sports car. But they don't quite have the. They, they sometimes have almost a performance of a supercar, but for the price in between supercar and sports car. Oh, I think people are realizing everyone likes the idea of owning. A supercar, and if yeah. you make it just barely affordable, that people will start buying them. I will buy either a GTR, a Corvette, or an Audi R8 long before I buy a multi-million dollar supercar because they are way more in a price category. And because if you spend four hundred thousand more reasonable in general, yeah, and an R, an R8 it is a hundred percent a supercar. It's a mid-engine. It's like basically the full classification of a supercar for like a, for the same price as a GTR. Yeah, have to, have and the it's same. manual. It is manual, so if you classify as a supercar, it's Do you manual. still have to have the same health insurance? No, maybe. Anyone can own a car. Because I know supercars, like here in Canada, you have to have, like, insurance on your garage because there's an increased, like, risk of someone breaking into your garage now and trying to steal that car. Well, it's, again, it's in the same price range as a Porsche, a Corvette, and a GTR. They're all around that 100000 to just under $200,000 range, so... Well, Corvettes are significant. Yeah, so you wouldn't think so, but because they're, it's still considered a, a wonder. But like, you can imagine as an insurance company, you do not want to have to dish out $2 million to replace someone's supercar. But, so do you have to, like, go and... Would you have to... But then, like, you can get SUVs, like Land Rovers and Range Rovers, they're all the same price as those cars as well. Yeah, so, so I don't like, know. I, I don't know, like... It's such it's a gray area right now because car prices there's like this classification of cars that are just... Oh, I'm sure it's not sure. great for the insurance company. They'll tell you how much you're going to pay. No, yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah. That was a nice little positive note. Kind of went a little dark there with the insurance company money stuff. Money, 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 money. Not really dark, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah. That was the last thing I had on my, uh, topic three. You got anything left on topic three? No, I'm pretty much out. I think that's a wrap. That was fun. I enjoyed that one. It was a long one. Yeah, no, I I think that, if anything, that's a little bit short because... We're going to be going for at least over an hour. We're, we're coming up on the hour mark right now. Yeah, we'll be in an hour in like a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. That was fun. Make sure you follow us on socials. Um, you can follow basically everything we're doing at 2G Epoxy on your favorite yeah. social media I'll, I'll link them all below in the YouTube description. And if I can figure out how to link them in podcasts, I'll do that as well. If not, favorite social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. LinkedIn soon. I think we got some Facebook pages, whatnot. You can follow us there. It's at 2G Epoxy. 
Um, we are also going to do a tray giveaway. We have a nice little uh, rolling tray or decorative tray. It's got 2G epoxy or logo in it with some cool epoxy uh, action, action happening. Uh, we're looking to do that at 100 followers on YouTube. Or subscribers. What the heck, man? Oh, I, I put subs underneath. Why would I write followers in the first place? Who knows what I'm doing, but uh, that's the plan. At 100 followers. Sub subscribers, not mm -hmm. followers. Cross that out, man. Cross, cross that out. I'm just, just reading what I see, man. I'm just reading what I see. Anyways, 100 subs. We're going to do a giveaway on that guy. Uh, I think probably we'll do like a video. This is the giveaway. And yeah. And we'll just pick a comment down below. Yeah. Something like that. Um... But as I imagine, we probably don't have any subscribers at the moment, so that's a good way away. We have no content. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have a bunch of content now. We'll probably chop this all up into uh, different videos, yeah. different little clips. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Stay tuned for that giveaway. Otherwise, have a good one. Peace. Peace.